little God little bro like hit wild. play on his on his MacBook and then just took a handle of whiskey and oh, started dancing. That's pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, how it. yeah <laughs> that's how I want to make my money. There's a lot of ways to make money, Rabbit Troop Sucks fans, and welcome back to Rabbit Troop Sucks. We are a podcast of obscure, forgotten about, and often overlooked films. And today, we have a bunch of people talking about 1985's The Stuff. That's right. Stuff. If you are playing a drinking game, Rabbit Troop Sucks fans, well, tonight's <laughs> your night. Because I think every time we mention goo, or maybe goo for double shots, you're going to get drunk real quick. So <laughs> you might want to pace yourself. As always... <laughs> <laughs> I am Paul. Next to me is Mike. Hi. Next to Mike is Lamar. Goo. There we go. Shot one. Started off strong. There's Jeremy. Hello. And there's Colin. Hey. Lots of goo talk. Um. So much goo. Yeah. I hope. Uh. Just in our group uh, text chat, all of you appreciated. Uh. The. 2006 reference to the super soakers that i sent you it was funny because i recently saw it pop up and the the meme was 2006 was wild and i was like wait a minute and i was like oh yeah well this is fitting because clearly my phone listens to every word i say and now i'm getting goo related mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, yeah. so uh great and digging up some memories of super soaker past well, I did want to note uh, a couple things here. So uh, this upcoming Saturday on Saturday, September 23rd from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., it is the Aurora Minicon. And Mike and I will be part of that, representing Rabbit Troop Sucks. We will be discussing secret things as a panelist, so come and see us. Comics, cosplay, gaming, and more. The Aurora Public Library is thrilled to return the annual Minicon in person for the first time since 2019. Aurora Minicon is free festival featuring comics, cosplay, and all things pop culture, and it will be bigger than ever before. Again, Saturday, September 23rd, the Central Library. This free family event includes superheroes, comic-themed crafts and activities, panel discussions, exhibits, we are part of those panel discussions, exhibits, gaming, and a cosplay costume contest. This year's event will feature over 50 vendors, multiple food trucks, special guests, and much more. Join the fun Saturday, September 23rd from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Aurora Central Library, 14949 East Alameda Avenue, 80012. And thanks again for our friend Keith for inviting us. We are representing Keith, um, where he will also be a panelist uh, through the Aurora History Museum. So thank you. Um, Yeah, hope to see you there. Uh, And then this leads me to a question. And this isn't like an antagonistic question. Jeremy has a list of movies. Colin has been noting some movies to us. And so I feel if anyone's picking a movie, because it used to just be Mike and myself, and then Lamar started picking some movies, and you guys have started picking some movies, which is awesome. Jeremy, why this one? Um, and again, this is not like some weird antagonist. Like, why? <laughs> it's. I would ask anyone. I think that's going to be always one of the questions I ask. If one of you guys are picking it, why this one? So I think the uh, I, this is just a real fun movie. It's not a great movie by any means. It's not going to win any awards, but it's a fun movie, and the characters are very interesting. And there's there are just some things that are so hilarious in this movie that take place. Um, yeah, it was it was it was a fun one to watch. Oh yeah, it'll be like, fun to talk about the, the chance events. I think is going to be the real discussion throughout this film. Just chance happenings, and uh, all you D and D fans, you're rolling natural twenties. Uh, 
uh, all the time because if anything bad happens to you in this movie and you're a lead, uh, things are going to go out uh, pretty quick. But yeah, let me. I think. Oh, sorry. Go for it. I think this entire movie is an allegory to cocaine use in the (laughs) '80s. Wow. Yeah. I mean, white stuff. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Well, let me just lead right into the first IMDb summary I could find. The stuff, 1985, a delicious, mysterious goo. That's right. (laughs) That oozes from the earth is marketed as the newest dessert sensation. But the tasty treat rots more than teeth when zombie-like snackers who only want to consume more of the strange substance at any cost begin infesting the world. Goo. You kind of mentioned it earlier. I think this movie would actually make a great drinking game. Oh, God, <laughs> yes, yes. Kyle, is it just goo? Or are you saying, like, when the stuff makes an appearance? Well, how do you, yeah. want, to, how do you want this drinking game to work? Uh, there's, like... You know, just the way that uh, there were ab- abrupt cu- cuts, like maybe every time someone arrives somewhere inexplicably, uh, every time some random guy gets punched in the face, yes, uh, that happens a ton. It oh, does. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff that could, you know, be anything from a sip to finish your drink. Nice. Maybe you shouldn't make a drinking game out of this. There's so much <laughs> yeah. stuff that happens a lot. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're going to get shit faced 10 Maybe you have to write 10. down all of Colin's situations that he noted. Like, for example, random punch in face. But then you have to like pull it out of a hat. So like, the go. next drink you have is like, you pull that out, that's double drinking. But you pull like another event out, like you're safe for that round. Like maybe... I don't know. <laughs> the goo giveth and taketh away. <laughs> There you yeah. go. There's your billion dollar business. You make <laughs> drinking games out of movies and you sell them as like like a like a card game at Target. Why are we talking about yeah. this online? Uh yeah. TM, 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 TM. TM. Yeah, TM. Uh 2023 Rabbit Troop sucks, TM. There we go. For <laughs> <laughs> all your bases. Boom. <laughs> I like that it. was that was official. That there, was that, that, that is go. officially how you do it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh this has everyone seen this movie before? Colin, have you seen this one? No. Okay, <laughs> Lamar, have you seen this one? I feel like I have, but I absolutely have not. Maybe I've seen a Twilight ep- Zone episode that this is based off of, maybe, or maybe I've read a story or a book. It's, it's it reminds me of something. Some parts of this did remind me of like a Doctor Who. I want to say Soylent sure. Green. It shares very similar um, plot lines to it, but it's fairly different. Uh, it also reminds me of a <laughs> a Star Trek the next generation episode <laughs> called the game <laughs> i don't know if anyone in here remembers that episode that but there's episode? parts of it that are very reminiscent of just mm-hmm. one crew member who is very alert of what's happening and everybody else just sucking in eating this stuff or in that's um, the case of star trek they're playing this game it's very similar i want to say that i've seen this similar plot line along sci-fi stories along times hear me out let's let's merge a little bit of this together we have star trek and we have the stuff and what i'm hearing is missed opportunity danny aiello as a star trek captain (laughs) it would have been a i can't see it it would have been a very different journey (laughs) into the beyond that journey would have been very abrupt those frontiers would have been very profane and angry (laughs) very much uh someone i worked with i was friends with danny aiello uh, uh at one of my former jobs and uh uh she said uh her son uh danny aiello was his godfather I was like, really? that is awesome. That yeah. Is cool. yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's super, super cool. I always remember that. And the dude still lives here. So 
That's super awesome. I, I Danny Aiello, can't imagine him though as a Star Trek captain, <laughs> but a Jedi. Hear me out. Mm, maybe. Okay. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not. Yeah. So we have a bunch of people in this movie that I honestly don't know. There are people that I've seen throughout. Um, Jeremy, you said one of the reasons you picked this movie is because you like some of the characters, you like the story. Yeah. I'm going to highlight that I feel... How do I want to say this? I hate that he switches names. Mo or David? Oh, yeah. Like, <clears throat> yeah. Pick, a, pick a lane with the names. And I blame not the actor, but the writers. Yeah. So, I have a note about that, yeah, actually. So, so it goes under, under David Mo Rutherford. Half the people call him David later in the movie, but not initially, uh, which is Nicole, uh, always referencing him as David. I guess if you're dating, which somehow <laughs> it just happens, then he's David, but everyone else he's Mo. But this dude all throughout this movie has a very compelling job for me. Um, Corporate saboteur. Yeah. Who, I th- <laughs> who talks like Foghorn Leghorn for some reason. But also always has like the one up. Like he's such a good researcher or like yeah. he like digs deep into people. They're like, that's his superhero power. Like, it's almost like I know everything about you. That's how good of a researcher I am. So when people are like, you did blank, he's like, well, you did five things. And they're like, yeah, hey, how are you doing, buddy? Like, don't worry about it. So I like his, like, Jedi manipulation, i.e. blackmailing of people in this movie, but heavy-handed allusions to it that, hey, I'm only doing this uh, for the greater good. And everyone knows I was a you know, weird dude in the FBI and they fired me and now I go around hired by corporations to uh, f- dig up dirt and ruin you or we get the better of you. So I thought I thought this was like a, like an interesting character. Like a, what, what a weird backdrop. Like this guy could have been a nobody, but they really could kind of flesh this dude out. Everyone else we might have a different conversation <laughs> about. He was the, that's true. They, they spent all their time with this one character. Well, I gave everyone else zero backstory. I I could already tell in my heart Mike's favorite character is going to be the boy Jason. I just think Mike is going to love that kid and his little shenanigans and his little tomfoolery scamping around all throughout this movie. I'm that, looking at Mike. That kid was a wild card for me. Like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like him at all. I, I mean, I I've seen this movie and I enjoy this movie. He like his face looks like he has an old man face on like a boy's body, and I found that very distracting. Um. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, he is, he's I, an odd Charlie. Yeah, he's an odd Jason. No, my favorite and, character is. Well, I'll talk about it when we get there. The I didn't know his name was Jason, and I made a note about this until fifty-eight minutes into yeah, the movie. Yeah, same here. I, I same kept here calling him the kid. It was the kid. Yeah, all my notes reference him to. The well, kid. well, his brother, I believe, is referenced as Jason's brother. That's like I think the no, I <laughs> <laughs> like, which is an appropriate or, name or, or brother. brother. Yeah, there just are be actually brother. many names in this movie that I didn't get until fifty minutes in. So I like the main girl. I didn't know her name until fifty-eight minutes no. in. It Jason, you don't same thing. Yeah, Mo, you know right away he has a presence because well, he says movie. it eighty-five times. That's true, and everybody calls him Mo. Yeah, yeah. everybody else is just kid, Mo money man. Mm-hmm woman well let's actually open on the film so we open up in kind of this like dark night situation where it's a mining operation that's kind of what it looks like like a quarry or something yeah like god knows and they have elderly men for their security personnel elderly men with weird motives so there's (laughs) there's a bunch of white goo on the floor 
and <laughs> right away and a security <laughs> bubbling guard, up out of the ground a security guard or maybe a random employee like i don't know what this man's role is but he seems like he should be there mm-hmm. he's walking the quarry and he's like oh there's a bunch of white goo oozing from the ground what am i gonna do i'm gonna pick up a handful and put it in my mouth i'm just gonna eat this because <laughs> that's the natural reaction when you see something unknown bubbling from the ground and that's going to be the tone of this movie. Yeah. Um, what's, so I understand, honestly, when you eat the goo, that might be then the following reaction that you're immediately addicted. But nowhere in this movie does it indicate that you are drawn to the substance without no. eating it. Like, you just saw white, white goo on the you floor. Got, you got to have that goo, man. Well, yeah. well, no one packed you lunch or dinner. Right, right off the bat, this stuff looks like that. It looks like that's marshmallow fluff, fluff it does stuff. Like yeah. marshmallow fluff, yeah. <laughs> so if you're picturing what this stuff looks like, it's exactly what it looks like out of that tub. I, who makes that stuff? That it looks disgusting. In this movie, it's it looks kind of like more liquidy. Yeah. It's more tolerable. Yeah, it's like if you put in the microwave for a couple seconds. There yeah. you go. Yeah, the marketing. Even. In the <laughs> trivia, they said they made the goo out of like various things uh ice cream yogurt (laughs) and a blended fish bones that smelled like shit apparently yeah you know i read that as well why 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 exactly (laughs) you just stop right there no 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 that was a little treat for jason they didn't really (laughs) like what was going do you know part of the trivia for gremlins jeremy is the uh animatronics guys were so fed up with uh the gizmo animatronics that in between sets they would actually torture them and that's like where you got like the torture scenes like, <laughs> really yeah that they were like this is a piece of garbage and like wow. we just like they would throw like darts at it and like crazy stuff <laughs> or, like, maybe it wasn't that exactly but they would do like horrendous <laughs> things to it um just out of frustration <laughs> that's sick so yeah but i mean like they're using if they're using yeah they were using like fire extinguisher stuff ice cream yeah. like at what point was someone like you know we need to reinvent the goo give me some fish bones <laughs> yeah. um, where that do you was, get all was, these fish bones that was the stabilizer like they, where they don't you get the fish bones they couldn't find like fucking cornstarch or anything <laughs> they rolled up to the local fish market and they're like I need some fish bones the guy's like for money okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could have that whole bag right there and they're like cool we're gonna have some people eat it um, don't put my name on that <laughs> but thank you for the money yeah, no refunds sign this document here this is a waiver hey, I got a quick question for you guys I'm mm-hmm. not a fan of marshmallows or by chance I don't know if any of you are but would you have eaten this stuff if you've seen it I, I know it's just publing out of the ground. 100% not. Yeah, I mean, no. but, are, are you saying, like, would we have eaten it if it was at the store and, like, p- packaged the way we had seen it? Um, yeah. Okay, because I'm not eating shit coming out of the ground. No, like, yeah. that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the answer to that. Like, right. like no. Yeah. <laughs> but, right on. I mean, but if, I don't know, like, Colin rolled up and was like, hey, guys, like, we're making ice cream sundaes. <laughs> like, we do it at Rabbit Troop Sucks. And he's like, I brought this out. I totally put it on my ice yeah, cream. Yeah, like it has a topping. Sure, you wouldn't yeah. just start grabbing it out. Of oh the God, I would not. Yeah, be like spooning it yeah, out, like yeah. like 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 I'm eating a pint of ice cream or anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like. I don't rub a waffle against a tree to try to get <laughs> syrup or anything. So I think it's because I never like really loved marshmallows, and just this stuff just looks, yeah just bad to me and i know other people just love marshmallows like oh i love s'mores and all that and it's just like none of this stuff looks appealing to me 
but everybody it just takes it one taste though yeah, one taste one and everybody just looks at it and eats it right away that, except that, for the kid which yeah. we'll get into well that's why i was like why the hell is this guy just eating ooze out the he ground? just looked yeah. right at it and fuck well it had to start somewhere well, yeah that's well, the mcguffin well, <laughs> sure i mean maybe like maybe the the enterprise had already been established at this point and this was just one of the workers who was already addicted to the goo? No, because he didn't know what was... Neither of them, they were both like, what is this? And the guy even oh, says, okay. like, came bubbling it up out of the ground. Well, he's I'm like, oh, no. one of these guys is later another guy. Oh, who, wait, so he's patient know, zero for yeah. the goo? Right, patient zero. They're See, I think, I think it was just some security guard I totally that agree. saw this shit. Yeah. Ate it, and then like the next day they have the meeting with the uh, whatever the you know the executives on that boat. Oh, I thought you this know? was because like otherwise to the past like they well just, yeah they're, they're otherwise the that would be like sixty it. years in the past because I mean they have a major distribution network yeah, uh, up and running that takes some time. I yeah. thought these were the security guards who discovered it maybe like in the seventies, and then maybe years later they become these. The owners and the goo we'll barons. Later. Yeah, <laughs> I thought they were the goo barons. Who were the I totally did. Yeah, we'll get to that later. I mean, we'll reveal this if that's because one of them looks no, no, like no, 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 no. Lamar would be incorrect because they don't eat the goo. That happens at the end. That's the end of the film. Oh yeah. So it could not be those guys. Even okay. though, so basically, Lamar just wrote a better storyline. <laughs> God damn it. That's true. Yeah, I bought it. I wrote a better storyline and a better plot hole. God damn it. <laughs> well, just know one of my side comments after Colin noted this, tree waffles. So I'm pretty, pretty sad. Well, let's get into the next 40 seconds of the film. Um, J- Jason, the boy, wakes up in bed. And he's and, all fucking itchy for some reason. Yeah, and he just like shuts the windows and he looks like he woke up from a long night of drinking or he's on like a drug bender. He's got the um, bender. He's got the pox. Yeah, yeah. it's like super, super weird. And it just seems hot and stuffy in that room. I just... <laughs> I want to get out as a viewer. Uh, it's, it's very weird. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he goes downstairs. I, I know that he has a Return of the Jedi pillow. <laughs> I yeah. saw I didn't get that. It's on his pillowcase. <laughs> and uh, he, goes, what, he goes to the fridge to look for like a snack. And he sees the stuff, which is now a product. Uh, and it's moving around. Yeah. And he freaks yeah. out. I... As, as one would. <laughs> as you naturally yeah. would. Not just like, you know what? I'll, I'll taste this. <laughs> Like, oh, shit, I'm going to eat that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to reference this throughout because I love this thread, and I did record a couple, but I know I'm jumping ahead. But the stuff is now in the refrigerator, and one thing I love about this film, and a fun back-to-back movie would be this and They Live. How, They're the same movie. Yeah, yeah, how marketing works, how this is all running through like the mainstream. <clears throat> and so... What's kind of fun all throughout this movie, and we'll get to it, you know, sort of soon. But again, I'm jumping ahead. Stuff's already in the refrigerator, and that's what it's called—the stuff. Mm-hmm. And Jason's like, "What's going on here?" But very quickly, it's like in every radio jingle, there's commercials and such. <laughs> and I recorded a couple of the commercials, and here's one of them. Ooh, is it the nice. little girl one? Well, we're in Andre's exclusive. I didn't hear shit. That's nice. 
Of the stuff. Of the stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you have the one where the woman's like, when I was a little girl, there's nothing I like more than ice cream. Now I'm a big girl. Oh, yeah, that's the next scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clearly a reference to the... Um, Where's the beef lady who came oh, yeah. out around the yeah. same time yeah. around that? I kind of like yeah. that. But you have to see it visually because of the look on her face, she was as visu- visibly angry to the point of rage when he asked, is everything all right? And she's like, well, where's the stuff? Well, well, going back, this kid is you know going through the fridge. I want something to eat. And dad's kind of you know going around. Um, I think it's at this point in time, right? Like, he's going through the fridge. Dad's, like, also coming down at some point in time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and his dad's an asshole. Like, yeah. it's oh, just yeah. straight up Before big. the stuff and extra after the stuff. Um, and the kid kind of turns around and sees his dad and then looks back for a second and the stuff moves. Like, it, it like clearly moves. Like, Ghostbuster style. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, my God. Like, the stuff has moved. The kid definitely saw it. And the dad makes, you know, light of this. You're tired. Get out of here. Why are you even here? Um, he's really angry that his kid's like getting some food. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the situation in the house is, but well, he was really upset because he thought uh, there was a burglar. He didn't consider that he had children in the house <laughs> right. and they might be hungry. I think his... he was even more angry than that. That's not a. He wasn't even rationally angry. That, that was, was his stated reason. <laughs> <laughs> that was his stated reason. That's right. Yeah, and then the dad just starts uh, chowing down on some stuff. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, yeah, stuff." It's never enough. Maybe he was already a victim of the stuff, and that's why he was so cranky. That, yeah, he's in the beginning I mean, stages. That, yeah, yeah, that could be very possible. But then you would think he would have wanted the dumb kid to eat the stuff. Mm. Yeah, but... Like, well, see, while you're down here... Well, there's a couple back-and-forth moments with the stuff, because sometimes people are like, you want my stuff? Oh, no, no. Like, this is my stuff. Um, but then I guess there is, like... <laughs> the, but then there's, like, the family unit. Like, we eat stuff as a family. <laughs> but everyone else knows stuff. Like, no. family gets the stuff. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on. You could bond over the stuff. Yeah. Knowing what we know now in a movie, it's kind of interesting going back and watching it. Like, if you didn't know what's going on, you're kind of watching and seeing, why is this stuff so weird? Why is the dad freaking out this much? And it's kind of interesting how the story billows up to what the uh, main reason is behind this stuff. Yeah, and then we were shown uh, directly, and that's why I wanted to jump ahead just a little bit. We start seeing uh, threaded all throughout the movie stuff commercials, and then you see pan away shots of stuff restaurants or stuff vendors or all the stuff that's being sold at the stores and stuff like that. And then we get to meet uh, David Moe Rutherford, who is being interviewed by basically like some CEO of a company who wants to find out the ingredients of what the stuff are. And he is being hired as an industrial spy, which I think is awesome. Yeah. By by big ice cream. Yeah. I think I was mentioned (laughs) that 90% of this movie is hard cuts to the next scene. Mm -hmm. Yes. This scene was set up with a hard cut to this business meeting on a yacht. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're about to get into one of Colin's double drinking whammies. Uh, There we go. Because we find out who Mo Rutherford is. Like he was hired. uh, The FDA can't really find out the ingredients of the stuff, but it's selling a lot. This guy used to work for the FBI. They're like, I don't know really about you. All these stuffy old men on this yacht. He's like, really? 
well, I met you yesterday, and I bugged all of you, and I know everything about everything. <laughs> and then he just turns around, and boom, what does he do, Colin? He punches the guy in the face. <laughs> well, <laughs> that they give punches him a, some guy. <laughs> they give him a check first. Well, of course. And then he's the like, thanks for the check. I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah. he, he, also, he really didn't like that guy, though. <laughs> he also has my favorite line of the movie when he's like, you know, telling him he knows everything about them. I mean, they're like, you're not as dumb as you look. He's like, sir, no one is as dumb as I said. <laughs> that was a good lie. Yeah. I had that in my notes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was super weird. I don't know what's going on, but I'm super intrigued by Mo or David. However, we reference them. Then again, uh, another hard cut. We get to see Jason, uh, the family sitting around eating stuff. Side note, here's your trivia. Jason's brother, listed as Jason's brother, is his real-life brother. So, good wow. times. All right. Oh, really? Yeah. So, <laughs> he's real life. Um, so, they're sitting around chatting. The family is, yes, at the early stages of eating this addictive goo. Yeah, we, we see goo. all the normal food is, like, in the trash can. Yeah. You don't need and, food. And they just have cabinets full of goo. And later... Uh, I, I now want to start implementing this now. When people get addicted to this stuff, later the colonel just references them as stuffies. So I, I really <laughs> yeah. appreciate that. That's my favorite part of the whole movie is they start calling people stuffies. I had to go pull up like the, the script and quotes and stuff to make sure that that's what they were saying because it was so out of place. It came out of nowhere. It's kind yeah. of like in The Walking Dead when they call them just walkers instead of zombies. It's mm-hmm. like, ah, stuffies. The stuffies. <laughs> that's how I felt when I was watching this. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I, the, I like the Colonel very much. Oh, yeah. I like him until he mentions something. Oh, yeah. That, well, that's fair. So, yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, have you ever seen like what is considered like the best worst film, Troll 2? Um, yes, I have seen Troll 2. I actually recently just uh, watched Troll 1, but I have not seen Troll 2 in a long, long Troll time. Troll 1, I would actually gladly do for this podcast. It's a super bizarre movie. Um, it is. There, yeah, there's like really a lot, bizarre. Yeah, like a lot of reasons why it could be fun, but there's a scene that is uh, kind of reminds me of what happens almost in this. So in Troll Two, uh, the food is poisoned, or basically like you know when people eat it, they turn into trolls, and then the trolls turn them into vegetables and eat them. It's very bizarre. But the main kid in Troll 2 realizes this, so he jumps on the table and pisses all over the food. Like, So, Jeremy, imagine one of your kids tomorrow, you're just eating dinner, and before you put a bite in your mouth, your kid just jumps up on the table, pulls his pants out, and pisses, pisses like a sprinkler all over your table. That's what happens in Troll 2. This kid, this kid, Jason, in this movie, has a similar tantrum. He goes ape shit with the stuff, like, I don't yeah, understand his, out his outrage. Yeah, knocks it out. He's like, no, and just runs out the door. Yeah, he has a little hissy fit. Right. It and remi- I like, the mom starts cleaning it up. She's like, oh, it doesn't stain. Yeah. It's great, low calories, and doesn't stain. It reminds me yeah. also, uh, so pissing on the table, and it also reminds me of a story that Jerry Seinfeld told in the show Seinfeld. He goes, Oh, I once found a hair in my farina and I got up and I freaked out and I ran and I ran and I ran and I collapsed and they found me at a construction site. Like, there was a story. Like, I love that. Well, what story. the hell was that? But that's the that kid in the stuff. He goes just shit house wild, uh, not a fan of the stuff. Yeah. That seems a little weird, like but yeah, I know what you mean. Real stuffy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, really good. I got us to a, now like a rival company is doing some well, stuff. There's a couple hard cuts here. And one is like. Yeah, this is a lab scene. Yeah, Mo up. is in a lab with like his lackeys who were never really explained. I, yeah, I <laughs> no. love Mo's lab. Yeah, Mo, Mo, Mo apparently. So this guy who's hired as an industrial spy and saboteur, pretty much, as Mike has noted, because it is kind of one and the same. It's to ruin one company and give the trade secrets to the other. That this guy uh, has his own lab going, like independent. Also, it seems that the money they have been giving him, he is because he starts like hiring people. He's like, "You're gonna work for me, and I'm gonna hire this." I'm like, "I have a bigger limousine." Like, there's a lot of stuff said. I'm like, "What? Where's the money coming?" There's from? a lot of good Are money Bruce in, in industrial. <laughs> yeah, you got no idea where he money. gets his money to was sublet it? these agents, but he gets it. Was it established that this was his? I assumed it was I mean, like the scientists pe- from the ice cream. Yeah, there were people he was so working with, I guess. Yeah. So. Colin, I well, he kind of double dips too. Yeah, I think yeah. you know he, you know he double dips. Well, he's getting paid from both ends. Well, yeah. I, well, Colin, I thought that at first too. Like, oh, he's probably going to a lab. But there's something said later in the film where he's like visiting it, and he's like, "Hey, Steve." Like, he's like very friendly. He's like, "Steve's running some results for me." And like, hey, Steve. Yeah, really made me think like. It's this dude's employee. Like, what? What is going? He has well, a good rapport. Yeah, I mean, he literally does that every single <laughs> yeah. every single room he enters. He tells people what to do. He shuts well, down the commercial. Well, of That's course, because because yeah. his opening move is, I know five dirty things that are going to ruin your life. How are you doing? Fine, Mister Rutherford. <laughs> the shutting How down can... the commercial was great. Oh like, yeah, and I think that's the next scene. I, I'm assuming mm-hmm. he has credentials because he's an ex FBI agent. That just, he his credentials just are punching this. people. Well, his credentials yeah. allow him to get through white collar business meetings <laughs> yeah, really yeah. easily and punch random people, and he's fine with that. It's very much like a '70s, like uh, just go yes. into a room and be confident, and then everyone will kind of just do what you say. Right. Well, I I think in the '80s, if you wore a suit and cowboy boots, like you, you could do anything you wanted, yeah. really. Well, and he does. I mean, he goes to this commercial shoot where there's it's for the stuff. And like within five minutes of being there, he's shut the commercial down. Everyone's cool with it. And he's going to have sex with the director. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like just yeah. zero to that. Yo. So we don't know. <laughs> he's like hooking up with the director, Nicole, but then like instantaneously, like five minutes later in the movie, it's clear that they're just dating. Um, but the, yeah, so this is what happens. He rolls up to this commercial. It is established later. And I have to go back in my notes. Nicole is the director of these commercials. In addition, like she is in charge of marketing research. She's at like a lot of hats this woman is wearing. Like right. she is very involved with like marketing research, investigation. She's trying to sell it. Like she knows a lot about these companies. So he rolls up and he's like, does he say like I'm from a, like a petroleum company or something? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he goes and he's like saying weird stuff and he's like, yeah, well, let's just like shut down the commercial right now. And she's like, why? He's like, well, I'm going to hire you. We're going to fire everyone else. We're getting out of here. He's like, I'm going to buy your company and put you in charge. Like, she's like, the company that I'm in charge of now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm going to put you in charge. You own this place? Yeah, and uh, we're going to go out to dinner later. And they do. And then there's another hard cut. And there's a grocery store. (laughs) And Jason wins again. Oh, boy. Everyone's buying stuff. So this looks like it's, you know... uh, a Black Friday, uh, five in the morning, old school Walmart. Like everyone's going crazy. They're buying the stuff. Jason sees it and just goes. Oh yes, yeah. he's got like a fucking. Yeah, rake. you thought the breakfast scene was bad. He goes way beyond on this one. He's going ballistic. I think he, he initiates it. He sees a kid I mean, just eating 
some of the stuff. Oh, in knocks that out. Yeah, he slaps he's like, no, he sand. slaps out. <laughs> and my <laughs> favorite scene in this breaking whole movie glass. is when he it knocks like over a, gro- <laughs> a granola bar stand. <laughs> yeah, trying to run away. He totally just eats it. <laughs> he just eats it right on the floor. <laughs> I feel like it takes like five really people that. to take him down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he just he sees it and you could you see him pause and it is not established at all, but it's like he has the shining. Like or in the Simpsons, yes. the Shinnin. It's like and he sees it and he just like senses so much evil that he's he's compelled to destroy it. Right. And by destroy it is Christ compels him. Yeah, getting like a rake and going insane. Where did yeah. he get that rake? He had a rake all of a sudden. He was just raking down <laughs> stuff off the ceiling. Like, yeah, it's this gonna the, kill you all. This is the greatest. You just say that it's gonna yeah. kill you possessed all. by a demon scene ever. And even he doesn't trumping the exorcist. Look at my nose. How does he know that? Yeah. And then I wrote, "Has he seen this film? He doesn't know it's gonna kill him. <laughs> yeah. The goo. I mean, the goo doesn't kill anybody. Right. I mean, so that's part of the bad writing. Uh, clearly. I mean, again, I mean, there's tons yeah. of bad writing. This movie is a ton of fun as well. But yeah, like. This should have been established. The goose should have moved more. He should have seen someone's eyes glow. I don't know. Something should have happened, but he's he's really he's really hot for the <laughs> He jumped at conclusions <laughs> right away. He did, yeah. He's he was shouting out, it's gonna kill you all at the top of his lungs and then grow He does. <laughs> and all he got was grounded. Yeah. Then we have a hard cut again. Hard yeah. cuts all over. Mo going to to, to Dan Danny Aiello's house, who is Mr. Vickers. Vickers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Danny Aiello has been in a ton of great films. One of my all-time favorite films. Hudson Hawk. Uh, which we should do. I for love me. Hudson Hawk. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. You do, really? I, right. I noted yes. on page one, we should do Hudson Hawk. That okay. is one of my first notes. Okay. Uh, but Danny Aiello, one of my favorite movies, Leon the Professional. He's mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's Sal and Do the Right Thing. Um, mm-hmm. He's been in amazing movies, and so it's kind of funny to see him here. And usually, I feel Danny Aiello is... A uh, part of an ensemble, like it's usually not him as the lead who's dominating, and that's the that's the case here. But now I'm like, wow, Danny Aiello, you're the biggest star of this movie, so that's something to kind of say. <laughs> he's in it for three minutes. Yes, but probably the most notable person. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a big weirdo. Yeah, he's like he's like the F one of the FDA FDA guys who approved this. Yeah, and everyone else that was involved in its creation has mysteriously disappeared, or on vacation, or on vacation. <laughs> so uh, he's trying to track down leads, and he's and he's got an odd dog. He's got named, a dog uh, who Ben. My, <laughs> one of my favorite parts of this movie is after this scene when Mo leaves and the dog unplugs the phone so that he can't call for <laughs> him. This dog was awesome. Dog I was loved great. that whole yeah. scene. He's a huge Doberman yeah. teacher. You're not making any calls. <laughs> yeah. I, I, here's the thing. I don't understand, though, Danny Aiello's character. So he's talking like a robot, which makes sense. And I wrote down a couple quotes. Like, uh, so yeah, he's the he's like, why did this get approved? He was part of the FDA. And he says things very robotically. If there is no use to forbid a product, we approve it. Just like these very vague statements. But here's the thing. He's eating the stuff. It is established. He's eating the stuff. Y- yeah. yeah. But why? Yeah, there's some this. Why this, is he giving away like stuff secrets and his dog master, who's clearly eating the stuff, doesn't like it. So when you eat the stuff. Well, it's the stuff to weight ratio with the dog, so you know, that, it's being affected well, more, yeah. more so, rapidly. Yeah. So I think what we haven't established maybe to listeners is when you eat the stuff, you basically become of hive mind. Like everything is to make more stuff, eat the stuff, get out the stuff, but you still want to eat the stuff. I just, so what I'm saying is like, I don't know why Danny Aiello is like, here's the deal, buddy. Like on the side, he says a couple like wink, wink things. 
Yeah. And then the dog's like, Rrr. he's like, no, no, Ben, it's okay. And I'm like, what? what's going on? Well, yeah, so maybe is it the goo ratio? Is But it seems like he's just been eating this stuff. I don't know. Yeah, they clearly set up that uh, the FDA approved this product to go to stores with little oversight, probably some bribing and other underhanded stuff. And then he's more than willing to kind of give them information and yeah. share that he was part of that process. I yeah. kind of feel and, that... Um, at the same time, kind of being defensive about it, too. Being and, like... You know, the, yeah, there was like also a huge room. Like, Mo opens a room, and it's like a bedroom <laughs> of stuff. Like, it's just like, <laughs> That's the kitchen, yeah. Yeah, it's just like stacked to the top, so it's super weird. Maybe the stuff was all for the dog. Maybe... Maybe he was. Well, he does. He's stuff. feeding the dog the stuff too, yeah, okay. and the dog yeah, has I, I been fully consumed by. I had it. questions about this scene. I that, feel like yeah. he wasn't fully. He didn't. He's just conscious enough to let him know, "Hey, this stuff is doing some evil stuff. I'm trying to warn you." Uh, but he's like, "I feed this, my dog." But his dog. This is scene fully was made so that they could stuff. put Danny Aiello in the uh, like in the in the titles, right? Maybe that too. And then another or hard like, cut. We got to put him in somewhere. Like, a stuff shack. Yeah, I didn't. I may have gotten up to get like a beer or something. I was very confused by this transition because yeah, he's at like a gas station and he gets attacked. It's like by a, a stuff <laughs> retail, like a like a silkies. Like you go to like an ice cream shop, yeah, and selling stuff. And, then, and it's like two thirty in the morning, and people are just like, yeah, we get we're getting more stuff. But then right right back to Danny Aiello, Aiello's, where the dog's now attacking him. Yeah, and yeah. pulling out the phone cord and eating him. But I yeah. loved the like final death bite where he just, just kind of goes in like in reality he kind of goes in and just licks his face yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he was a good boy yeah yeah and then as you guys were saying then another hard cut mo's at a gas station this is the introduction Stater, virginia to my favorite character yeah th- <laughs> this is uh, as soon as i saw this well i'm gonna say two things and this is not the version i like I we we noted this before uh, in the last movie. Uh, Carrie Russell, I said I recently oh, watched oh, a Waitress shit. with uh, my wife, and I was like, I love that movie, and she was great. I love any movie with small towns, and this is the opposite. This is the uh, in Big Fish, you see the like the duality, like the small town that I love, but then you see when he goes back, and like the memories are a little different of the small town, and you see like. Now it's overrun. That's the big fish small town that I'm seeing here. Like Stephen King's it. Two people live in this town. It's run down as all hell. I would totally keep driving. Like, once I got gas, it would just be, you got to keep going. But you know, this guy's investigating it. Um, I don't know why he's here. Yeah. So the small town that's like two buildings and like one person operating it and weeds have overgrown the whole thing and it's just deserted. Isn't this close to the factory, Mike? I think he's going to. No, dude, I have no idea. No. So so this, like he is here because Vickers, when they were having their conversation, was like, uh, he was being asked about like these FDA guys that move that like after they approve this thing, that's they right. move to this town and he's going to, to like talk to them, but they're yeah. So that's Everyone's why he's dead there. or on vacation. Right. Yeah. And then he talks to this gas station attendant for a little bit. And then that guy runs off into the woods. Just, yeah. He, he looks <laughs> around and he's like, Oh, that car over there. Like, it seems mysterious. Do you know anything about it? The gas station guy yeah, just takes off into the woods. <laughs> Yeah, that guy just <laughs> just, oh my God. just runs off. That was That's super. Cool. Yeah. And then, but, yeah, <laughs> then we get probably what I'm assuming is Mike's actual favorite character, correct? Chocolate Chip Charlie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who comes in with oh a vicious God. karate attack? So I want to open with this. 
I am looking at. Uh, I can't think of uh, who who would it be comparable to. Who's the big cookie guy? Famous Amos. Famous Amos. So basically, chocolate chip Charlie is supposed to be famous Amos, and somewhere here in my not nineteen eighty five perspective, I'm like, mm, this already seems kind of racist, and I by kind of kind of in my face racist, and I can't fully pinpoint it. And then throughout the movie, I'm thinking this, and just note later. The colonel just opens full racism. That like, is correct, yeah. Like, I... Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, holy shit. Like, okay, so the colonel just wrote this character. There's some weird stuff going Can on. Can we talk about who Chocolate Chip Charlie is and why he's involved in this? Yes, we can. Because I genuinely don't know. So, Thank yes, okay. Chocolate okay. Chip Charlie. Something. Yeah, Choc- he's mentioned at the beginning on the boat meeting. Chocolate Chip Charlie yeah. is the, like, model in the face of this company. And he is part of the company that owned the stuff. They kicked him off and he is pissed off because the company is making all of this money, but used him and his likeness to market all of these things. I see. But then they never showed any of that. No, we never no, see they that. Don't. It's just, no. He's just it's like a mentioned disgrace. in like literally seven seconds of conversation. Yeah. yeah. And he, then that's he, it. I think he okay. notes more that like he's the face, but I think the real nudge is he wants his money because he did have stock in the company. So and they took that away. So like pre stuff, he was the face of whatever company owns yes. the stuff. Yeah. He yes. was but then when the stuff Charlie. came in, they're like we don't need you anymore. And you're getting zero money. And we're, yeah, you're fired. And, no no severance. And that is his only motive in this film, yes. Some okay. kind of Zuckerberg situation <laughs> yeah, okay. going on there. And he spent his time since then learning karate. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then they're quickly at a gas station. And I note that there's a bunch of tangy taffy in the background. I, I could go why. for some tangy taffy. <laughs> mm, I love that. From a yeah. gas station in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the best kind. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But yeah, I don't... I have, I have sneaks out somewhere. Everyone sees. Yeah, all of a sudden, like they're talking, and then oh, some right. thugs show up, and they have to escape in a boat. Yes, but this is also, I think, the first time we see someone's face get punched in, and their their head yeah. just explodes. They just yeah. co- like it collapses in on itself. Yeah, yeah. So I think the gas station dude like comes back with a bunch of thugs, and they're like, "We got to get out of here." And well, no. So oh, the the gas station guy goes into the back room and dies. <laughs> That's and right. so mm-hmm. so they they run. They have a little conversation. Uh, well, they're in the post office. Yeah, the post right office now. Oh, the post office guy. Yeah. And I actually got part of the conversation. The only thing chocolate chip Charlie knows better than fighting is running. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dialogue here was super funny. Before they went in there, he was like, uh, they were discussing how they wanted to deal with him after he walked in the back room. And he's like, we could just hit him on the head. And uh, <laughs> Mo's like, I'm with you there. Yeah, I love the team up. Yeah. And then, then Mike's right. This is insane. They start fighting a crowd of people. Chocolate Chip Charlie is kicking ass. Mm-hmm. Mo is yeah. too. And then they run to a side boat which I note is very similar to escaping the ring wraiths in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> that they just get on this paddle boat and all the they live zombie goos are like, Good yeah, we're not yeah. going in that water. Yeah, they just paddle off. Did you notice the one zombie who was trying really hard to make it seem like he wasn't pushing the boat away from the shore oh, while getting his ass kicked? I gotta go back and watch it. I gotta see it now. Was yeah. that was that Bob zombie? It might have been. I knew it. <laughs> This movie, better than anything Rob Zombie has ever directed. Then, uh, as people do, uh, people get hungry. So Mo and Chocolate Chip Charlie go to a diner, and Mo immediately says, we've got to split up. And this is super bizarre. Um, 
I just like it doesn't play off like it's real, but just spoiler nothing like, makes sense about this yeah like later, why is he going to washington dc to talk to frank herbert because i don't think he's ever brought up again yeah so no. so he goes you need to talk to special agent frank herbert you need to go to washington and i'm gonna go somewhere else like i'm sending you on this mission and he's and, like i'm gonna get there by fucking hitching a ride with these strangers right he, he turns around and is like who's going up the road and like some guys are like i am he's like great I'm cool, hit yeah. You. yeah so the whole thing seems like really fake but spoiler, later on, we will see Mo or David ask that of Chocolate Chip Charlie. Like, hey, you never said if you met up with Frank Herbert. And I was like, was that a real yeah, thing? Like, <laughs> like, like, I thought he was just like breaking up with you, buddy. Like, like, this guy's like, I got to get out of here, Chocolate yeah. Chip Charlie. Yeah, this is planes, trains, and automobiles. Like, here's some money. Like, I don't, I don't need it. Hey, buy your kid a chocolate bunny or something or chocolate turkey. Like, yeah. I, like, take <laughs> Like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, super, super weird. And then again, we see another hard cut. Street vendors selling the stuff. Yeah. Everyone wants the stuff. I do like these threads. These are my favorite parts of the movie. Because um, there's a lot of weird hard cuts. But the uh, dispersal of these commercials or seeing these shacks or these restaurants, I really do feel that's what makes it extra fun that you just see it's growing, it's consuming. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I think part of the like the so they're on the boat. They go to the diner. The whole point of that hard cut from the boat to the diner was solely to show because uh, when they get in there, he's like, "Hey, do you have some stuff?" And they're like, "No, we're sold out." And then they go to the back, and there's a ton. Mm-hmm. So it's really yeah. establishing like that that there's something funky going on. And that three seconds is the entire reason for this, you know, minute yeah, scene. A great point, Colin. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's a setup. Just the environment behind it. Yeah, because they could have told them to go to D.C. while they were still on the boat. Right, right. Uh, hey. No, there's no talking on the boat, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> more hard cuts. More cuts. The boat, the boat was silenced. More hard yeah. cuts. That's all it is. So Mo makes his way to the CEO of the stuff. And uh, that guy highlights, oh, I don't eat this, uh, but there's been tests and well, everything's cool. He makes his way. He's kidnapped and brought there. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> You make your way one way or another. <laughs> yeah. You get there one way. There's like a stuff yeah. assault van that rolls yeah. up and, and bags him. Well, he makes his way there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I like that the CEO is like, I knew we would cross paths. And uh, here's 25, <laughs> 25K he in yeah. his box. He so. gives him a bribe and a job offer. Yeah, so you're going to be working for me. And I like, again, this is the compelling part for Mo for me is, he kind of agrees. He's like, yeah, all right. Like, what am I going to be doing? Yeah. Like, he doesn't really bat an eye. Just, I'm willing to float around. But you do find out, like, this guy does have, I guess, overall, a sense of right and wrong. Like, Mo, like, there is a more heroic side to him. It just, I don't know what he's doing. And if he's done all these, like, rip-off things, why does he keep doing it? He doesn't really seem to enjoy it. I don't know what's going on. There's <laughs> a lot of questions I have. Yeah. But I overall like him. Yeah. He's playing um, both sides. He seems to be like some kind of negotiator in meetings because he's in a lot of meetings. I wrote down maybe he's in nine or ten meetings. He's going to be back at the movie. lab here in the next three yeah. But he has like James Bond qualities to him too that enables him to get his way out of situations that are a little tricky for him or just get to a next level of what he has to do just easily. Yeah, he has he has power. Well, like Paul said, he's rolling twenties this whole movie. He yeah. is yeah. rolling twenties. Yeah. He's a weird. He's a weird dude rolling twenties. That's yeah. what Mo is. Well, one one thing that comes from the talk is that someone I don't know where it comes from. Someone mentions a mining company, 
And this becomes yeah. Moe's next priority. Yeah. yeah. That's what this whole scene was with the executive yeah. of the so stuff. Someone could say some, company. So yeah. that they can go to Midland, Georgia. So that's, that, ex- yeah. that's essentially what that scene so, Yeah. So he goes right back to Nicole, who was like the marketing like executive director, that person he hired. They're clearly smashing now. Well, well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, he hired this woman. They said there was a dinner. It is absolutely now clear. Like, well, how about let's backtrack. We haven't seen her since, so we assume that's happened. And he's like, I'm going to you know, get in touch with Nicole. And when we now see her, it is very clear they're in a long-term relationship. <laughs> I just like It's not just like they're hooking up. No, it doesn't it is, mess around. It, yeah, like it seems like they're living together. Like, he, like Later, he's like, yeah, come on, Yeah, sweetie. they're like laying in bed. <laughs> yeah. He's got that espionage money, and she wants in. Yeah, and then they're back at the lab, and they're just like talking about... Something <laughs> they're reading the newspaper about Jason and the guy, the guy, one of the scientists or lab junkies goes, Oh man, that kid went bonkers at that supermarket. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm, and that's how so that's how he knows, like, oh, there's somebody else out there, yeah, because of this stuff. Yeah, I just totally gotta go get this, this kid now. The, the next scene is him picking up the kid, yeah, and I was like, yeah. How the fuck did yeah. they run into each other? Exactly. Well, we see, okay. we see more stuff commercials in mm-hmm. the greater scheme of things, but yeah, they uh, they highlight uh that. Jason went bonkers. Local kid goes bonkers in supermarket. And he's like, I'm going to go find that kid, which seems really weird. And why was that a story? That's the weird thing. Why yeah. was that a story? Slow news. How did they get that story? <laughs> so well, I think one of the things like this whole movie, they kind of, they kind of illustrate that it's supposed to be huge in scope. Like everyone you see just has tons of this stuff. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it had such a marginal impact and i think <laughs> right. it must be like some local newspaper it is like you at know? the end you find out just how marginal it is you're like oh well fuck <laughs> right that, that's like that's like jeremy all of a sudden got like a copy of the cherry creek gazette yeah like, <laughs> I, I think that's what this paper is right, right. so now we get another hard cut and it's jason uh and his family i believe playing zaxon Yes. Yeah, thank you for calling He's out. grounded from the <laughs> grocery store I wanted to scene. call out that yeah. they had a ColecoVision on top of their TV. Was it a Coleco? It was. My wife yeah. asked it. I don't think it was a Coleco. I think it was like an Amiga or something like that. Uh, it was either a, a TRS-80 or a ColecoVision. It was not a Coleco. Because we had that as when it I was It had to be that Tandy Radio Shack 80. Yeah, but they were playing Zaxxon. Um, I just wanted to note that. And everyone's just sitting around eating a shit ton of stuff. And I wrote that in my notes. Shit ton of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe you sucked that guy's Zach's on. <laughs> and, oh, I like this. So now the family... This is, So th- this is why I said there's like a conflict in this hive mind on when people become stuffies. Um, stuffies. That uh, the family's like, come on, Jason, you got to eat this stuff. Like, they want him to eat the stuff, but then the back end is everyone's like, secretively, I want all the stuff. So it's very it's very bizarre. But uh, that, that aside, they're like, come on, Jason. And they have a real talk with him. He's like, no, I don't like it. It's alive. And dad's like, listen, Jason, yogurt, too, is alive. You know, there's a bacteria in yogurt. And what about bread, Jason? You love bread, and that is yeast. And Jason's like, hmm, I don't like this bullshit. <laughs> and... He is freaking out. And so they're like, here's the deal, Jason. You're being a little a-hole. And you're going to eat the stuff. <laughs> they and, really are. <laughs> and you're just going to shut up. And weirdly, they trust him enough. You're going to go to your room. Yeah, they take say, this by well, yourself. Well, just do this. Into you're your room go- and close the door. Well, yeah, you're going to go to your bedroom, close the door and eat it. So he goes right upstairs 
into the bathroom and shuts the door in front of everyone. Goes right into the bathroom. Promptly dumps the stuff in a toilet, which tries to fight back, which is amazing. <laughs> then, I, I, I have to say this. It's a mixture of last-ditch brilliance versus you're the biggest moron on earth, Jason. So he fills the stuff up with shaving cream, like the empty container. God damn it. And just starts eating it. Well, and- yeah, he goes back downstairs. He's like, I, I'm just going to finish this stuff first. He's eating Why the couldn't he have just cream? gone downstairs and run out the front door? And be right, because like, right, he's a fucking idiot. I'm going to this shaving cream. Well, he could have well, gone downstairs and been like, look, I ate it all. That's right. the thing. Because, yeah. Again. Yeah. Okay. So if, yeah, that's what I'm, I agree with you, Colin. If you're trying to give the idea that you ate all of this, you don't need to fill the whole thing up and eat it in front of everyone. They just told you, go to your room and eat it. So, yes, as gross as it is, he should have dumped it out and maybe had like a couple pieces of shaving cream and then he could have just kind of put it on his lips and like ate it a little bit. But he's trying to eat. A full pint this of motherfucker, <laughs> mouthful after mouthful, <laughs> mm-hmm. just shoving it in. What the fuck? And he's taking it. You know, that's his football name, mouthful <laughs> <laughs> after mouthful. <laughs> that's his last name. Yeah, I bad bad plan, it. dude. Yeah. Um. Well, so I bet his breath smells good. No, because yeah. no, because like remember then then he just vomits everywhere. Uh, well, yeah, he, he uh, chooses yeah. it out of ho- out of the house, and Mo picks him up. Who just happens to be yeah, there? Yeah. So here, here's a fun, fun thing that the you're not going to see. Perfect. See out of the uh, 1985 era. Imagine your child freaks out and runs into the street, and a man goes, "Get into my car." That happened. <laughs> right. And the parents are like, "Well, not our problem anymore." Yeah. I don't remember how he convinces them to really get in the car outside of just saying like, "Get in the car." And yes, his parents and family are after him, but now they're just. Leaving, right? He he does say something like, uh, "Like I saw them move too, or something like that." To, oh you know, yeah, like, yeah, oh so yeah, that's right. To, yeah. to gain the trust. And to be honest, I'm kind of on the parents' side. Jason sucks. Yeah, He's, no, Jason does suck. <laughs> yeah, they're yes. they're down one kid. This is perfect. If someone was to pee on someone's dinner, it's the world on Jason's dinner. Yeah, I know yeah. that's troll too, but you know, someone better be peeing on Jason's dinner. <laughs> yeah, he, he throws Jason up doesn't belong car. in the nuclear stuffy family. No, no, he's got other. He's got bigger things. Yeah. Uh, Starting with throwing up. And this leads to my second favorite Mo line, which was, well, everybody has to eat cherry cream once in a while. <laughs> yeah, I also wrote that down. That is a good line. Yeah, they're introducing each other, and that comes up because he's like, everyone was after me, and I had to eat shaving cream. And that's, yeah. that's his reply, which is super, super weird. Mm-hmm. And immediately, Mo takes him to a private airplane to go to Georgia. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> these are part of the hard cuts that yeah. this movie the, the, just the, loves. These are my notes. On the plane, Mo plus Nicole, plus Jason, equals hell of a team. <laughs> <laughs> they got a team going. Well, <laughs> this is it. They, this is criminal minds. This is one of the hard cuts that I actually was willing to accept because they did reference it at the scientist's office. Because he's when he, he calls her honey mm-hmm. and tells Which the scientist to, to yeah. drop her off at the airport yeah. for some reason. Yeah, yeah, that is the exact moment where I thought these two are living together. Like, what the hell just happened? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to buy your company, and I work for Petroleum, and now you're a director, and you work for me. Let's get for some dinner, honey. <laughs> and for, a, for the exact... So, and, and but another thing that makes me not really care for this movie at all is part of the, like... Honey is he confessed to her that he was a saboteur. Like she didn't fucking know. Yeah. Right, yeah. He just previously confessed to her that the goo was being crazy. Yeah. Goo. 
<laughs> you gotta the, drink. The you order of that drink. conversation didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. Sorry, I shouldn't have... But we don't want to backtrack, because we could go all the way back to the beginning and start this whole thing over. <laughs> no, let's. Let's. Rewind. Well, n- now we're, we're on a plane, and the plane lands. We're in uh, Midland, Georgia. And Jason's asleep, and Nicole and uh, Mo get off. They tell the pilot, just let him sleep, and if we're not back soon, just drive him to Atlanta. And we'll just get them there. And that's it. And they accept that that is going to happen <laughs> in a world that yeah. we live in. So I felt, you know, if the we're going to watch... like, whose kid is this again? What? Yeah, I felt that if we're going <laughs> to watch something that's kind of modern and compare it this to is The Last of Us. Can you imagine, like, you are, you are in the know of, like, a zombie kind of apocalypse coming through grain or rice or some kind of product... And he was like, hey, I just trust everyone. If uh, we're not back in a few hours, drive this kid to Atlanta. We'll be there. Hey, person I've never met before. Right, like, I don't know what room or airport you'll be in, but just make sure he's there. Yeah. And in a world without cell phones, I'm sure I'm just going to find him somewhere. Right, just drop him off in Atlanta. <laughs> right. City limits, we'll find him. <laughs> yeah, so as is, they do that. And then who's the, the weird shopkeeper, the stuffy, jumps out and kills the pilot mm-hmm. soon after. And goo everywhere. The goo, goo is all over the plane. Yeah, now the goo. <laughs> Who's getting more aggressive? Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was The goose angry. The shopkeeper. Yeah. From the, two pounds ago? No, yes. for real. The yeah. post office. The post yeah. office guy. Yeah, he was there. Yeah. He gets around. Yeah. 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 I, I was trying to figure it's out true, was, like, Colin. Was some random he guy. really was yeah, so I think the shopkeeper just like ran out a window oh, and then like snuck around he makes around. another he, appearance yes. later ran, in the movie he ran out of that shop all the way to Georgia he's been running yeah. all night that's crazy I know <laughs> yeah <laughs> He could have been in the pipes of that plane. You once that's, you that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Once you transform into goo, you could do whatever you want. I don't know. There's not a lot of room in those small planes. Mm-hmm. Well, there's enough room in the pipes. There's some goo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so yeah. So Jason finds a cave. Yeah, he, he runs. Oh yeah, he just from runs. the airplane. To a cave. Jason is such a dipshit. I mean, so many reasons. God damn so, it, yeah. So here's a, here's a fun one. Like, here's like example a thousand of Jason just being a dipshit. So he runs and runs because he's like, ah, there's a goo guy trying to get me. So he, he runs to that like silo quarry. And so here's the thing. He sees these workers, mm-hmm. but approaches all of their stuff and starts tinkering and puts himself in a vat. Like, he... Oh, imagine this. Oh, yeah. Like Don't get me started on him yeah. getting in that truck. Well, imagine this. You're on the side of a mountain and you're like, oh, there's five <laughs> evil workers next to me. I'm going to go walk up to all of their stuff. Oh, now they're coming out. Now I need to hide in a vat. <laughs> like, like there was no reason he should have approached that truck or their stuff. Like he saw it from that's a Jason, distance. Man. He has that's why he's a dipshit. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's all over the place. I'm surprised that the That's the real drinking game. Yeah. Jason being a dipshit. He's kind he of wouldn't survive. Sneaking around this factory like a ninja, but he's clearly you can clearly see him a mile away. Yeah, sneaking around like a ninja. It's like Scooby Doo shit he's it pulling is. off. <laughs> and he gets in an empty tanker that truck. That is the dumbest shit. Yeah. You're all right. Like, what, what did he think was the next move for that truck? <laughs> I don't know. He'll probably leave it empty and drive it somewhere safe and I'll get out. That's normal truck stuff. <laughs> no one will ever close this one lid. No, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I just really need to paint the picture of the setting again. So again, mm. imagine 50 miles of flat land in one mountain. 
mm-hmm. and he's behind that mountain and sees everything mm-hmm. and could stay behind that mountain safely for as long as he wants and go in any other direction. But the only direction he goes to is the open direction with all of the evil employees. <laughs> right. Well, he's is, angry at the goo. He's going to seek his I revenge. Guess. Yeah, he's, his rage had blinded. He's blinded by rage. But yeah. he had no logic to begin with, so. No. It just no, made him extra. Not. The goo has dumbed him in a different way. It has. <laughs> yeah. It's a side effect. <laughs> Hi, I, I'm Paul, and I'm a lawyer. And has the goo affected you or a loved one? <laughs> Call my law office. <laughs> Are you experiencing any of the following? Any, so anyway, meanwhile, uh, Mo and What's-Her-Face are touring the facility now. I love this. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, she's like, I want to shoot a commercial. Can we show it having the ingredients be put together? Which is kind of a genius plan. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Like, hey, we just want to market this, and the hive mind is like, yes. But it's weird because the guy giving him the tour doesn't seem like he's gooed out. Only yeah. the other employees, and he makes joke of it. He says, yeah, sometimes it's hard for them not to eat all of it. Ha, 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 ha. But he seems very with it, where everyone else is just, you know, right. of the goo mind. Except one security guy I, who comes up, he's like, you know, you shouldn't be taking uh, pictures here, as if Mo was taking yeah, pictures yeah. just nonchalantly in the background. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah, you do yeah, have you questions, do because later on, all these people, you know, are dead, and the goo has vacated <laughs> them. Yeah. So, like, why do some... Yeah. have control over themselves and others That's don't. That's true. This scene reminds me, uh, Lamar and Mike, we watched a couple years ago, um, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Yeah. And the guy does a similar thing. He's like, let's go tour the facilities of where they make these masks. <laughs> yeah, and then just go in as a couple. They're like, ah, oh, we love this stuff. But yeah, they're trying to go undercover. And it kind of works here. I mean, they get enough information. They know yeah. things are super weird. They won't show them the ingredients, though. Yeah, they ask way yeah. too many questions, and, and and then the goo people become suspicious. They're like, you know what? We're going to extend the tour. We put you up in a motel. We're going to drive you there, and tomorrow you're going to have another tour, but is clearly a setup. Right. <laughs> you're going to have another tour. So now at the ho- at the motel, they're boning or whatever. No, no one seems to care where Jason has run off to. <laughs> no, he says he says like he's like they were at. There's a moment he's like. It's a good thing Jason's in Atlanta. Like he, oh, they, okay. they totally think that that is happening. Okay. Just in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. They, and they're like, "We'll see, we'll see that little scamp soon." Like I don't remember exactly what they say, but there is like some dialogue that they acknowledge that, and it's like, "You're like, dude, what?" I kind of took this as like the same thing with Chocolate Chip Charlie earlier. Like we're just trying to get rid of this kid. Like just take him to Atlanta and drop him off. That's true. Spoiler: We're gonna see Chocolate Chip Charlie. Oh soon. yeah, we are. So, yeah, uh, after uh, hanging out sex stuff, uh, the goo comes <laughs> the goo. out of the pillow, and it's amazing. It latches on to Moe's face like it's an alien face hugger. <laughs> I love every moment of this. So, you know what's handy in a, in a motel? When you just have a crystal vase of lamp oil. Yeah, a kerosene lamp <laughs> is that in a, a motel. Was it lamp oil? I thought it was like brandy or something. I, th- I think it was a kerosene I think lamp. It was, I think it was, yeah, I think yeah. it was lamp oil. It was lamp okay. oil in a brandy can. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was uh, uh, what do they call it? The decanter, like decanter. or something. It, I read it as a kerosene lamp, but I could have been off. Yeah, I also wrote, like, I wrote lamp oil question mark. Yeah. Yeah, and now everything's on fire, including yeah. Mo's face. But right, it's so, cool; it burns off. Yeah, Mo has now has goo and fire on his face. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he just you know takes it out, and everything's okay. And then they takes jump in a out. in a truck as the whole motel is burning down. Mm-hmm. And he says, "We'll take our own guided tour." Um, and I took that that he was going back to the facilities, mm-hmm. but he is yeah. not. 
He is not initially, no. which no. is weird. So again, he's like, we'll take our own guided tour. And I was like, okay, of the facilities. But that is not where he is going. No, no, no. Where does he go? I don't know. I have to look in my notes. I know Jason. <laughs> I, know, I, I don't know. It I know. Not I think they, notes. All right. Yeah. Well, Jason. Well, it's a, it's a cut to Jason who's just you know trapped in. He's the, still in that fucking tank. Yeah, he's in the vat of the like truck tank. Yeah, so he's doing that. Well, we now we have we have Mo suiting up. Yeah, Mo Mo and Nicole uh, get on foot to avoid making any noise next to like the mine, the quarry facilities. So okay. when they were driving away, Mo said that they were going to go back to the factory uh, to do to you know investigate at night when no one was there, mm-hmm. and then never did. Right, they went to the quarry. Yeah, yeah. so he tricked us. He lied to us, the audience. I think they're both next to each other. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And then there's a stuff pool. Sure. Yeah, so we're at the quarry, and there's just a pool. And my note. Pool of goo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is where it comes from. Yeah. I mean. And they've you, built a you, billion dollar industry you, on this when you, when nobody knows. When you would see it, you would just get on your knees and eat it with both hands. Right, Jeremy? Like, yeah. ah. <laughs> yeah. When you when you visit us uh, here in October, uh, is there anything you want to bring back like for the wife and kids? Because if, if it's a vial of goo. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm getting some of that Denver goo. I don't know where you get that. Oh, let me know. we could put out a Craigslist ad. <laughs> you don't want that goo. Don't, don't take that. cheap for Denver goo. Don't take that. Don't take it. If it cheers you up, it's just for the kids. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, it's for kids. You can take that. That's fine. Kid goo. That's kids, fine. kids love goo. <laughs> That's what I hear anyway. Well, <laughs> well, Mo has a plan, so he gets his disguise of stuff worker, which is like a yellow hazmat suit, kind of. Yeah, and he has like C four ankle bracelets. Yeah, this, this is dope. This is like <laughs> yeah. his GI Joe like outfit. Yeah, right. totally, Mike. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, he starts putting these like bracelets around his arm and then his ankle, and I was like, what? And the yeah, they're plastic explosives, uh, which is crazy. And then he's like, hey, Nicole, meet me at this other place, and she's like, no problem. <laughs> Great, whatever you want, Mo. Where did he get these plastic explosives? He Where them from home. didn't he? He's always had them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy is prepared. This yeah like this, guy's this is awesome. this movie is crazy because like <laughs> sometimes you're like, how did this happen? And like some like people pay attention, they're like, these three words that like that explains it. Like, yeah, where did he get these plastic explosives? But he needed them to progress the movie into the mm-hmm. next scene. Here's yeah. I, I will say this outside of this movie, and you know, a spoiler that uh Mo is not gonna die. Um I would have loved to see a sequel where it doesn't have to be about the goo and the stuff, just this character doing other stuff. I said this about another t- a movie too. Um, imagine, uh, who did we say? It was Tone Loke. I was like, imagine the series of movies. Tone Loke was always uh, the detective and he was partnered with zany people. Right. So you know, one was Ace Ventura. What was the movie we watched where he was partnered with someone? It was uh, Surf Ninja. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. So imagine this guy, Mo. He is just this like weird corporate spy himself, and he's just in a trilogy of movies, and everything has to do with something different. Like this right. was the stuff. The next one could be like straight up aliens, or uh, like other than a different way or something. So or, you, you want Mo to be like the next Jack Ryan? Yeah, he's just getting into shenanigans. Yes. Yeah, I think that would be in like, an I'm, unrelated way. Yeah, because as Jeremy's saying, this movie is insane. Um, and as Mike pointed <laughs> out. Uh, this guy just has C4 bracelets like mm-hmm. rolling around in his trunk. Like, <laughs> yeah. This guy, yeah. 
Like if this guy has this kind of access and he's got a lab, like he's you know working with Q and he's James Bond, like this is dope. What's his pad like? Like we totally talk about cool bedrooms. Oh, and his cool... pad's got to be fresh. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So I would have totally taken a trilogy with David Mo Rutherford at any point in time. What if he teamed up with Tone Loke? Oh my god, <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike! That would just be one. That would be the ultimate crossover. Yeah, that's <laughs> where the trilogies. <laughs> Touch tips. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Tip touching over here? Goddamn. This is just one scene. Like, I kind of challenge anyone to identify when this movie goes off the rails. This movie started off. There were, it, there it, were yeah. never yeah, rails. When, Colin, there when were the no old rails. man sucked down a mouthful of that goo in the beginning. Yeah. It was like, all right. It's Ten seconds in. Get ready, guys. Maybe 30 minutes in. Maybe 55 minutes in. Maybe 56 minutes in. Yeah. It could have been any time. There's another part where the movie can go just absolutely wrong and you get the bad parts of Mo where he's just negotiating with FDI, FBA or FDA people for like the whole movie. If you're trying to like put him as a James Bond figure, you want to see a movie about Mo doing Mo things, but he's really a boring guy if you think about it. But he's in dope situations. Um, we might not know his backstory, but he is doing such fun stuff. He's got fun lines all throughout. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he's doing like... Doing God's work. Yeah, he's like picking up women <laughs> like, hey, I just bought your company and now we're going to get married. Like, I don't know. Like, I am totally willing to see this guy through. Yeah, he, he yeah. inserts himself into potentially career-ending moves. <laughs> uh, has C4 wherever he goes. Do you think he's a boring guy? Uh, uh, also, point, side note, point. he's got a disguise. He's straight up is like, I got to stuff workers. And <laughs> yeah. but, and he's the only guy on the entire compound wearing cowboy Where boots. Where did he get that? Also, also note, did you see, no, had it. Did you oh, see the GD confidence this guy had walking into the stuff? Yeah, he just yeah. comes in, man. He said comes something to hot. somebody. He's like, hey, Dave. Like, he says, yeah. like he straight up says Do something. Do they have name tags? Did yeah. he know that guy's yeah, like, name? Yeah, he's like, hey, Dave, see you at dinner or see yeah. you later. I was like, are you, are you kidding? Like, dude, you yeah. are being so blatant oh, about Oh, yeah, he's just big dicking everybody. <laughs> and then, like somehow the only piece of the outfit he doesn't have is the hat. And he just knocks a guy out and takes his hat. Yeah. Well, I, th- I thought it was like one of the guys from the factories recognized him. Oh, was that he it? came to, like, follow him and hunt him down. Okay. And he does this one-punch yeah. knockout. Well, he got the hat, though. So. Well, he's also Jedi drawn to the vacuum tank that has jason because you're like oh no yeah. the goo because they're filling they're it filling with goo it, yeah. of course well he uh, was gonna steal the truck to profit or whatever yeah, he's step, like, step he's three like, is so he so he put up the c4s i guess strategically around this quarry yeah and he said to nicole yeah like, i'm gonna get one truck but like i'll handle this and you know no one really knows what this means but the ultimate plan was I'm going to get one truck. I'm going to use it as evidence, but I'm going to destroy everything else. So I'll like have all that's left. Everyone in theory will be safe, but I'll have this and we got to shut down anyone else. Um, and then, yeah, he's going to steal this truck that just so happens like a lottery ticket on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is drawn and he's like, oh, Jason, don't worry. I'm going to get you out of this. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But the stuff's in here. Goo. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that he recognizes that Jason is in there. There is goo in there. And he dicks around for like 20 minutes. You're like a bat. <laughs> before, he does. before he bothers. He really does. Also, they put like just enough goo to menace Jason in the tank. Yeah. But not enough to like fill it up. So it's like chasing him around the tank. But... And it's really bad CGI. But, oh it's my god. Now we get, uh, during all this, Nicole is driving off and 
she gets attacked by the shopkeep again. Shopkeep's mm-hmm. yeah, back. he's everywhere. <laughs> so he's keeps the letting same him back. Guy? In. Was it really? Yes. Yeah. Who keeps letting him in? Yeah, yeah this guy is relentless. This yeah. is Alpha Shopkeep. Because I saw he was wearing yellow, so I thought that he was one of the guys from the quarry. Maybe they only had a couple extras, and he just had to wear a few hats. Colin, this is like an old school video game where like there's so few meters that you have pissed off the shopkeep so much that no matter what you do for the rest <laughs> of this game, this guy will haunt you like a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> like, he will come out of the bushes, he'll come out of a truck, he will get on a pilot or a plane and then kill your pilot and goo mm-hmm. you all over. <laughs> this guy cannot be stopped. He just has Well, his, his days are numbered though. Yeah, he's yeah, gonna be yeah. he's gonna be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> he immediately gets run over by a truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo, a mo, mo, truck. yeah most truck. Wow. Yeah. Every, everything yeah. is kismet in this movie. You got Jason in a vat. You've got Mo running down uh, goo guy right before he kills his lady. Yeah, um, and she's and okay. the goo squirts out of him. Dude, yeah. yeah, this is so gross. And if this movie <laughs> is good for anything, it is the super like cheesy gross oh yeah effects yeah, yeah. so they're driving along and a cop pulls over the truck and uh <laughs> they're all th- stuffies yeah they're all yeah. stuffies we get the first <laughs> comment that someone is a stuffy like a walker in the walking dead mm-hmm. and uh so th- so I, I do want to note this so <laughs> the cops like Hey, what's going on here? And they're like, we've got some stuff in the back. And they're pretending like they're brain dead zombies. Oh, yeah, they're doing the stuff fake. They're like, you know, I'm just so hungry. And the boy hasn't eaten for a while. And, you know, you want some stuff. And clearly the cop's in on it. And he's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) So they go over to check out the leak. And I do, I do know they pretend there is a leak of stuff, and they pretend to start eating it. But on both the actors, it's, it's all over the face, face and yeah, lips, and lips, <laughs> face and lips. I'm like, dude, you're stuffies now. Like you took it too far, but. I guess I was looking too much into the movie. Yeah, I wish you showed them like <laughs> too far. smushing it, rubbing their mouths. Face. Yeah, I didn't see it. No. Yeah. Well, then they beat the officer and drive off, and everything's cool. <coughs> um, where do I get? Uh, oh yeah, that's why I wrote Nicole stuff all over her mouth. And then they drive to a castle. Yeah, <laughs> a castle occupied by Paul Sorvino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he goes. At first, they're having the conversation. They're like, let's go to the next town. He's like, no, that's too small of a town. The stuffies are going to control that mm-hmm. town. And he's like, we have to go to a big city. And they go to a cabin. <laughs> right. Yeah, and they know a guy. So Colonel Spears. Uh, and the way the way, the way, way Mo works himself into this is, it's very uh, uh, 28 days later. He gets a, an encampment. He kind of knows what's happening. He gets out of the car, and a bunch of military people pop out of the bushes. And then they take him, and he says a couple things, like, I know Colonel Spears, he wants to talk to me, blah, blah, blah. And he works his way up to talk to Colonel Spears. Basically, he's noting he's got a bunch of creepy sex tapes of him and a 17-year-old. And Colonel Spears is about to fly off the handle and threatens, I could throw you off this tower. He's like, hey, buddy. I'm not gonna use it. I was just <laughs> yeah. saying that. I was just saying that stuff, even though I but have it. Like it. turns into Polly Shore. Yeah, right. even, even though I have it, <laughs> but I'm not gonna use it. It was just so I could talk to you. And he's like, "Are yeah. you kidding me?" He's like, "Yeah, man. You know who I am." He's like, "Yeah, you're a crook, and you know you're thrown out of the FBI." He's like, "Of course, but you had some conspiracy ideas, and they were correct. Um, so I'm not gonna use those sex tapes against you because you're a pervy creep. I'm." Just going to highlight that. I think you're great. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, cool. Also, it's worth noting the amount of time that was dedicated in the movie to this exchange was a small fraction of the time that Paul just spent explaining it. 
<laughs> and that's, and that's not a diss on you. That's just no, like no, how passively this movie that's is right. addressing yeah. everything. Everything's <laughs> explained in 15 second chops, and but, everything yeah. can be solved in a 30 second chop. Also, Colonel Paul Sorvino has taken a liking to Moe's lady friend. Dear yeah. God. Yeah, maybe oh. yeah, bad. So oh, yeah. Yeah, so, well, well they, they note, and going back to the same premise in The Last of Us, uh, Moe tells Colonel Spears, he said, you had a theory that people could get controlled, like brain control, you know, we've thought of fluoride and various other things, but it could be more extreme. Well, it's happening, and you're right. And I'm like, that's kind of interesting, because that is what is happening, mm-hmm. so this guy might want to get involved. Colonel Spears is a super big weirdo. And then we get an exchange of very <laughs> weird dialogue. At one point in time, Colonel Spears goes over to Jason and he's like, you know, we've got to do this for America. We can't, you know, have this on our soil. And he says, we've never lost a war. And Jason, out of nowhere, <laughs> his little dipshit goes, uh, didn't we, we, we lost, we lost that war uh, in Nam. And he goes, son. We lost that war at home. I was like, <laughs> "What is going on?" Like the, and I'm like, "Jason, you shut your little <laughs> yeah. mouth. Like you are 12 years old, and you're amongst like the military in a world-ending predicament." Um, holy well, I think God. this is like a militia. Yeah, if For, I'm not mistaken, it's definitely not. Oh military. yeah, I don't think this is on the books. Here. Yeah, this yeah. is a militia. Yeah. He is the colonel by name. I, I would say it's this because we learn out or learn later that us uh, because they Spears, take cabs. Yeah. <laughs> Colonel Spears, yeah, Colonel Spears is very well funded. So I don't feel this is militia. I feel this is like soldier of fortune. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. People are like getting hired out for like weird stuff, and he's like, "This is my group, and we get a lot of money." Well, when he commits to like helping with all this, he's like, "Yeah, like let's get back in our private planes." I own a, I own a few radio stations. I own quote unquote. (laughs) I own two radio stations in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'll get the word out. What the That's hell? That's where Jason is. Yeah. <laughs> what? How many radio stations do you own, Colin? Oh, you know, zero. Yeah. Well, my offshore radio yeah. station. <laughs> I mean, I put I put music on SoundCloud. Have you Have you guys heard Rabbit Troop Sucks 3? Oh, oh, so, so <laughs> it's all AI generated of all of us. Just talking about <laughs> awesome stuff. Now I'm worried. <laughs> They're going to replace all of us. Well, here's a genius plan. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to Atlanta, and the plan is, I own two major radio stations, as one does. Mm-hmm. We're going to get the word out, I guess, as one does at the epicenter of America, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going <laughs> to be the busiest that. airport. And so my one of my favorite parts of the movie is all these military guys or soldier or fortune guys get to the airport, and everyone gets in a fleet of cabs. <laughs> yeah. A they call it yellow yeah. cabs. They call ahead. Com- they commandeer all of the yellow in the cabs scene, at the airport. Yeah, and they, they get out of these cabs and to that small town. The, ne- mm-hmm. the next sentences that uh, what's it? The colonel says, like about the tips, was said so oddly that it was just a, a hilarious. <laughs> yes, I can't remember. Yeah, he says something like, uh, uh, "One of the t- well, at one point in time, the taxi driver says." As everyone's taking these cabs, he says, is this World War Three? And he's like, uh, take me to Third and Main and, you know, uh, enough of your liberal r- remarks. <laughs> then, yes, later, uh, moments later, when they all get there, they arrive. And he is very clear to his, like, second in command. He's like, you will all tip. 10% to each and every cab driver. Um, and get receipts. Mm-hmm. He's saying this as, you know, the townspeople, I, it's supposed to be Atlanta, but it looks like a small town. 
Uh, all these people are running uh, in fear. They're just totally freaking out. But yes, he's making sure every cab driver gets yeah. at least 10%. And you got to get the itemized receipt later for the expense he's report. True gentleman. Yeah. Uh, Nicole is writing an apology letter at this point in time and an acceptance letter that she is to blame. Um, and Mo's like, what are you doing? Like, Mo goes back to his kind of uh, Han Solo ways. He's like, don't admit to any of this. Why are you admitting guilt? Like, a lot of people were there. She's like, yeah, but I was like the marketing exec and I knew a little bit about this. He's like, that's way more on other people, not you. Why don't we just step back? And before that conversation fully fleshes out, boom, chocolate chip Charlie. Back. Mm-hmm. Back, friends. <laughs> They let him in. They all have machine guns, and he somehow manages to make his way into the building. Do you know who this he's man just, is, Colin? It's Chocolate Chip yeah. Charlie. He's just been gone for half the movie. He just appears out of nowhere. He just muscles his way. Let me through um, Chocolate Chip Jones, damn it. Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. Charlie. Yeah. Well, I mean, can you imagine? Ding dong, Chocolate Chip Charlie's up at your house. Yeah. Are you not going to let him in? No, Are you not going to let him bet in your house? That's true. He did make a good presence. He's very self-confident, and he's muscling <laughs> his way through everybody. Yeah, and so this is where he notes again. Um, I am here for the same reasons. I got shafted. I want to let people know this corporation yeah. is corrupt. But in addition, Nicole's like, listen, he's the face of this company, so people will listen to him. So she even says, you know, You've seen the stuffies. You've seen what the goo could do. And he's like, yeah, I could testify to all of this. Like, I will make a public statement. And then we get Colonel, uh, what was it? Colonel whatever. I can't remember Colonel's name. I didn't even write Spears. That. Sorry. Yeah, Colonel Spears. Spears. Colonel Spears comes in like a huge jackass. <laughs> uh, and this is his little uh, conversation. I will permit this colored man to speak. Um, what? Like, like what What the hell is this? Yeah, he's going to let Chocolate Chip Charlie go to the public, but he's like, you know, you can't, like... You mentioned uh, common, uh, commie line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're talking code. Or if you speak code, <laughs> I will shoot you in the face. So, all of a sudden, Colonel Spears, who was a weird eclectic, uh, turns out just to be a blatant racist piece of shit. So, kind of bizarre. Yeah, what, what the hell was this? It comes out of nowhere. Um, but... This also comes out of nowhere. Chocolate Chip Charlie, no. He's a stuffy. I wrote in my notes. Hidden no. stuffy. <laughs> Did you say he was a stuffy in your notes? I said his head fell off. Uh, yeah. His, mine well, is he's a stuffy. Uh, he called him out. No one like attacks him or any. Well, he, his head just falls off and it kind of explodes. He's trying to explain to. <laughs> it was the racism. Even the goo doesn't the like him. Yeah. He's trying to explain to the woman. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen what they can do. And as he's explaining it, then this stuff starts coming out of his mouth as she's like, what do you mean you've seen what the stuff can do? And it's this CGI effect I really liked. It was this is where their CGI budget went because like you can actually see it. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. see the up close his neck and his face, and his mouth just opens up to weird alien yeah. proportions as the ooze just goozes out of his mouth. Goo, goo, stuff budget, slime, whatever you want. It's all coming out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. And then they take it out, and Colonel Spears quickly gets on the radio, highlighting that there is a straight-up alien attack. Mm-hmm. And Nicole, well, Mo electrocutes the stuff first. Oh, yeah. that's right. 
Yeah, he chat. Then they got to move to a different studio because the other one doesn't have power now. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, oh, sorry. Go Luckily, he owns two. There, there was like a chunk of this where, like, so the the, the goo all spills out of Chocolate Chip Charlie. Uh, part of it jumps on what's her name's face, mm-hmm. but he electrocutes it, and then all of a sudden that doesn't matter anymore. Like she's fine. Yeah. It just Everyone's it always fine. It fell off. Yeah. <laughs> got, I mean, Mo had uh, he was he got a uh, goo in the face too. Yeah, but his face got like on fire. Yeah. I thought they were gonna like electrocute her face or something <laughs> like that, and they it, it just kind of <laughs> they thought about it. Yeah, yeah and it's a, and it's a real weird leap at this point in time. So now Nicole is sort of narrating through the movie. You see her, and you'll also hear some overdub of narrations, and she's highlighting that since the radio broadcast, uh, people have banned together. People have uh, banned using any of uh, or eating and consuming any of the goo public displays of people burning it. Uh, they blow up the restaurants and all like the warehouses. Um, and she's highlighting, you know, I'm saying all this from a teleprompter and you we see that from the view of a TV screen. And she goes, what I'm really saying is I'm selling you an apology and just walks off. And we do have a couple narrations later, but like that, that's it. Yeah. yeah. She did say that thousands of people died. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like mentioned <laughs> offhand by Mo. He's like, oh, yeah, by the way, that kid's family's dead. So I don't yeah. know. I guess he's with us now. <laughs> oh, well, that comes back a little, a little bit too. So, well, uh, he's, yeah, he's going to put him into the espionage business. Yeah. Yeah. Like after Chocolate Chip Charlie died. So they're trying to decide who has, who's going to be the one to like present this broadcast. And the, the colonel does it. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, listen, uh, you guys know me. I have your best interest at heart. Stop eating this stuff. Yeah. And then everyone just kind of does. Yeah. Yeah. I think the yeah, Mo does this a right. little uh, announcement, too. Is, uh, I think, like, the Colonel and the Mo, they do it like a joint announcement. And, like, Mo's like, burn all his stuff if you see it. Is it cook it or whatever? Or, yeah. like, cook it. And it's like, it's not toxic. Just burn it. Yeah. What, and, and through the slow transition, <laughs> it shows it's people burning it in the street and yeah. just whatever. The stuff is evil. And, and no, the gooby gun. Then Mo goes to visit the 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 stuff bigwig. Yeah, so we go back to the CEO of the stuff, and what uh, is a bit of a surprise is the original CEO guy who tried to get the recipe. Uh, who hired Mo to begin with is also there. They're in cahoots. Yeah, he's like, well, we just teamed up and decided to work together. And, you know, we're not going to have this stuff anymore. We have a thing called The Taste, and it's balanced. It has a little bit of the stuff, plus dairy. Not enough to, you know, control your brain, but, you know, enough for people to buy it and stuff. And Mo doesn't like this. And Mo's like, wow, you know, you guys are both pieces of shit. And see that kid over there? Well, his parents are dead, and his family is dead, and his life's ruined because of all of your crap. And here's what's going to happen. And just takes out a gun and says, you're both going to eat this case of stuff. And they're like, nah, nah, we, we would never. And then they do. And as time lapses, I guess, there was beyond just that one case, because then the camera starts panning backwards. And, you know, almost like we see like the, uh, the bird's eye view as it pans back and back and back. And then you see dozens upon dozens of empty pint glasses or pint cups, and uh, all the all the stuff has been eaten by these guys, and they're controlled. And you hear the cops siren or the police sirens, they're like, "Hey, just in time," and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Well, this we, is the best scene in the movie. It reminds me of Loki number eleven. I like that movie oh, yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we but then the end scene is like we now see the emerging stuff black market. 
Yes. It was like a back yeah. of a van deal. And that's, and that's the very last scene. Yeah. People are still selling the stuff. The well, end. in case there's a stuff to mm-hmm. possibility, you got to mm-hmm. end on that. The end. Well, before we, we give you our final reviews, as always, uh, thanks for listening. And if you'd like to reach out to us, hit us up at our Gmail, rabbitroopsuckspodcast at gmail.com. If you have any movie suggestions, especially around Halloween, we'll send you a shot glass. We'd like to hear from you. Feel free to go to our web page proper, rabbitroopsucks.com. We stream anywhere podcasts stream, including that webpage. And you could go to Facebook or Instagram and let us know any films that you might like to see, or if you've seen this stuff or have questions or like to discuss it more. And yeah, how did everyone like the stuff? Let's I'm start, sorry, goo! Let's start with Colin. <laughs> yeah. How'd you like the goo, Colin? <clears throat> The movie's um, called The Goo. <laughs> this is the worst movie that I think I've seen on wow. this podcast. <laughs> wow. Uh, the, the, the cutscenes were stupid. The, the plot was stupid. The, uh, <clears throat> the, the, the weaknesses of, and strengths of The Goo changed. Um, nothing was consistent. Uh, I, this movie was rated 5.9 on, IM, 5.9 on IMDb, and that was too high. <laughs> Some other uh, other five point nine ratings are uh, Cocaine Bear, the two thousand sixteen mm-hmm. Suicide Squad, Bill and Ted's uh, Face the Music, two thousand seventeen Power <laughs> Rangers. Cocaine Bear only got five point Candyman. All those stupid fucking movies are better than this stupid fucking movie. People love the goo. I think the only reason it could even get that high was because some of the dialogue was kind of funny. Some of the characters were kind of enjoyable. Maybe maybe the ratings are because people also have drinking games. Mm. Like, yeah. I, lo- I love this movie. Goo! <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm out on it. I don't oh, know. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Hard cut. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> that is the theme yeah, of the movie. Wait, 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 guys, watch this. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, gone. So wow. angry, so angry. <laughs> Lamar, what are you thinking about the stuff? <clears throat> Hard cut to Lamar. Um, it was fun. I liked it all right. Uh, 1985 was a magical year for me and movies. Yes. There's a lot of great movies that came out in 85. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but if I think of 90, like 85, I just think of just great movies. Well, Lamar, we've talked about for years, 84 to 86. Yeah, like, that was like, holy yeah. God. Yeah, it's not just 85. It's 84 and 86. That three-year period makes up, I want to say, of my childhood, probably the greatest three-year period of movies ever. Um, the stuff I've never seen, unfortunately, it falls into that category and i wish i've seen it back then it probably would have added to the nostalgia factor and and probably that's where it should just stay because it's a nostalgia movie it's not good (laughs) in my opinion um but it's fun i i can't remember who said it at the beginning of this podcast review but uh it was fun for me to see it for the first time especially 30 was it 20 30 years later just seeing it for the first time and knowing all the tropes that it's involved just the, it like i mentioned it reminds me of that star trek 
the yeah. next generation episode. Now, now I want to go watch that episode. And now you have to go see that episode. It's called The Game. It's a Wesley Crusher episode. So oh, strap <laughs> into that. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite Wesley Crusher episode if you want to go for that. The one thing about this movie, though, if you think about like think about all the things we talked about, this movie was only 80 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt it was 90, longer. Think, yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's the long uh, hard cuts and the long scenes that are in between. But yeah. it it's felt it, like it, two hours, but it was at 90 minutes. Yeah, they jammed back a lot of You had stuff. to infer so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, top top three popularity 85 movies The Goonies, Back to the Future, Breakfast Club. Oh, well, there, there you go. go. Number four, The Stuff. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what are you thinking of The Stuff? Yeah, Mike. I, no, this movie's fun for me. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that like we have a back to back RTS members having the worst movie experience of their life. Um, I would rather watch this movie every day for the rest of my life than ever have to watch <laughs> Dead Man's Curve ever again. This movie's fun. Like I, the, the, it kind, the kind of like the wannabe Cronenberg vibe that this movie had was was fine for me. Uh, it's very of the time. The characters have like weird, goofy charisma somehow. Um, everyone's kind of an extreme caricature of a person. I don't know. Like this movie isn't really trying to be much, but I I had fun with it. That's all I got. I, I think this movie's hard to compare to Dead Man's Curve only because of this. Dead Man's Curve is a mystery, so like once you see it, like you'd never really need to see it again. This movie is like a weird adventure romp, so like I would always like gravitate to see like a, like a type of movie like this anytime because it's a kid teaming up with an adult fighting goo monsters. Like it's like just way different rather than like who did it, what's happening. Um, That's fair. Yeah, but but like yeah, I I. I I had a lot of fun with this movie. I've seen this movie a couple times before. Um, if this movie was ever remade, it could totally be done. And it could be done in a super awesome way. It would probably need to be a, like a period piece. Like, keep it in the 80s. Just, like, totally tighten up the story of what's going on and, like, things that are happening. Well, yeah, th- this plot line doesn't work with cell phones and the internet. Yeah. But, like, I mean, you could, like, redo <laughs> this and have a lot of fun. And, and make it, like, a campy fun thing. And have, you know a bunch of notable actors and just really just tighten up the cohesion of what's going on. And as Kyle noted, like the, the strengths of this thing and like, like what can the stuff do? Who's in control? Like maybe actually like flesh out a story. So that we're not like some people are sort of mind controlled where some people aren't like, we, we don't really know what's going on. Also like establish an end game. Cause <laughs> what the stuff was attempting to do underpants gnomes was never, yeah, nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. First you eat the stuff. <clears throat> Then question mark, then make profit. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I'm glad Jeremy gave us as a recommendation. I knew I knew uh, when you started giving us lists of movies that like this was going to come up, and this is a little uh, insight to some uh, Halloween stuff. We we're going to do one other episode, but uh, after that episode, we're in we're in October Halloween weather. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, what's your final final review? You're 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 the one who wanted to watch the stuff. I know you wanted this. Yeah, video. this is like it's. It's a great movie to discuss. Like, is this a movie that I'm watching over and over again? No, no way. I mean, it's a dumb movie, but it's hilarious. Like the first, like you watch it a couple times because the characters are, as Mike described, so freaking odd. Like all of them are. What were the um, circumstances? In, in good ways and bad ways. What were the circumstances that you first watched this movie? Yeah. How did you find? So this, this came out in '85. I mean, I was born in '78, and. 
I mean, so I did not see this when it came out. This is something that happened later. But I'm so I used to work at a video store, and I mean, I watched like I watched countless movies because I would I had enough credits in high school that I didn't have to go to school all the time, so I just worked at a video store. <laughs> I like left high school at like eleven thirty in the morning and went and worked at a video store. Nobody's renting movies. And so I just like watched movies all day. That yeah, awesome. Yeah. It does. Yeah. That sounds like the dream job for <laughs> '80s or early '90s. Next week's movie is basically the same thing. Yeah, oh, and so like okay. I would, I watched all sorts of crazy movies from right, like okay. the '80s. Yeah, I accept. <laughs> wow. And this is one of them where you're like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And that does lead us that from Jeremy's recommendation to Collins, we will be watching Wizards from 1977. It will be our first animated movie that we cover. And Colin, may God help you. <laughs> yeah. I like I'm that you recommended this movie specifically because you thought it would be a culmination of many things that I hate. Well, I, I think it was to alleviate it has as many characteristics of things that you won't hate. Okay. It'll give you new things to hate. I see. Here, here's a little side note that I'm going to give you, Colin. I don't think Mike usually likes animated films, so like, I don't think it matters. I, I okay, <laughs> okay. This I Wizards would say that Wizards is more seen. like art than I totally, like I, I totally agree with you. I totally uh, agree. <laughs> I well, wait. maybe Mike, what's the drink preference that you you'll, you'll be having with this movie? I don't know. Well, I'll have to think on that. What what drink does this movie pair with? Absinthe. <laughs> Mike, Mike, before you watch Wizards, you need to watch Dead Man Dead Man's Curve in reverse. Just like literally yeah. rewind it. Yeah. Vocals and all. It's gonna give you tips and secrets. That's how you find wizards. immortality. <laughs> That's how you kick off Halloween. I'm never doing that. <laughs> Well, we'll we'll see, we'll we'll see you in, in the ear sense uh, <laughs> next time. Wizards, nineteen seventy seven. We're gonna learn a lot about some wizards and some shaving cream and some goo. Goo, as always, rabbit troop sucks. Goo in the ear sense. Goo. 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 <laughs> no, I'm not saying it. Colin's now dead. <laughs>